Ready to step into the world of luxury hotels? Welcome to the Hotel Leaders Podcast. Whether you're an industry insider, a student of hotel management, or simply curious about the world of hotels, this podcast is your backstage pass to the heart of the hotel industry. I'm your host, Peter Damore. I have a fascination for the hotel industry, and over the last quarter of a century, I've studied it, been a hotel manager, and as a general manager of a hotel management school, have passed the torch to the next generation. Now, as part of an emerging hotel tech startup, I'm independent from any specific hotel or chain and able to talk about the industry with a balanced perspective and a certain level of expertise. It's time to check in. Welcome to episode four. This podcast is all about the Burj Al Arab, often known as the world's only seven-star hotel. And its name literally means the Tower of Arabs. It is a symbol of Dubai's luxury and extravagance, and its history and development reflect the rapid transformation of Dubai from a coastal town of a few thousand to one of the most influential global cities with a population in the millions. Mahaban, and welcome to this episode of the Hotel Leaders Podcast. Here we go. The Burj Al Arab was conceived in the 1990s as part of Dubai's strategy to become an international tourist destination. His Highness, Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, the ruler of Dubai, envisaged a landmark hotel that would be recognised globally. Sheikh Mohammed has been a driving force behind many of Dubai's ambitious projects. Born in 1949, he attended private schools, including one in the UK, and held many high-profile positions. He realised that the country's oil reserves were comparatively limited, so in his 30s, set about diversifying the country's economy into tourism by founding Emirates Airline, and then in his 40s, being the visionary behind Burj Al Arab. Sheikh Mohammed wanted the hotel to symbolise Dubai's growing status on the world stage. He envisaged a unique, luxurious hotel that would be instantly recognised by people around the world. His Palm Jumeirah and Burj Khalifa have also garnered global attention. He has succeeded to a remarkable level and now in his 70s has successfully transformed the economy with Dubai now a hub for finance, tech and even a burgeoning space industry with recent missions to the moon and Mars. Curly Towels has captured an employee speaking about the visionary with links in the description. I would like to briefly share with you the vision of His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum. His Highness wanted to create something that has never been designed and will never be designed again, and also a landmark that will put Dubai on the global map. Sheikh Mohammed has generally enjoyed high levels of public approval. This is largely due to the rapid development of Dubai, the high standard of living, and successful diversification of the economy away from oil dependence. On the international stage, he is celebrated as a visionary of urban and economic development projects and for creating a cosmopolitan and business-friendly environment. 
Another key leader who has held a pivotal role as chairman of Dubai Civil Aviation and Emirates Group is Sheikh Ahmed bin Syed Al Maktoum. He's helped to transform Dubai into a global travel hub through masterfully integrating Dubai's aviation sector with its tourism and economic development strategies. Sheikh Ahmed's efforts have included expanding Emirates airline and Dubai's aviation infrastructure. A great hotel industry needs to be coupled with excellent transport links. To bring in the guests, all major airlines now operate from Dubai, including Emirates, Dubai's flagship carrier. Emirates has a vast network flying to over 150 destinations in more than 80 countries. Its routes cover North America, South America, Europe, Africa, Asia, and Australia. British Airways. British Airways offers direct flights between Dubai and London and connections to other destinations, both in Europe and the Americas. Singapore Airlines. Singapore Airlines connects Dubai to Singapore with onward connections to Asia Pacific. Airlines connect Dubai to virtually every corner of the globe, reflecting the city's status as a major crossroads for international travel. The destinations served from Dubai range from major global cities to smaller regional centres covering business, tourism and transit travel needs. Back to the Burj Al Arab. The hotel design was led by architect Tom Wright of W.S. Atkins. He was inspired by the shape of a sail to reflect Dubai's maritime heritage. The intention was to create an iconic structure similar in impact to Sydney's Opera House or the Eiffel Tower in Paris. The construction was managed by Canadian engineer Rick Gregory, also of W.S. Atkins. Construction of the island on which the hotel would stand began in 1994 and involved more than 2,000 construction workers. Ensuring the stability of the island to hold the hotel was a significant engineering challenge requiring innovative techniques to prevent erosion. This included securing it deep into the seabed using concrete piles. Here's Richard Hammond speaking about the island's construction. Engineers had to make an island big and solid enough to hold a quarter of a million ton tower. Most of all, they had to protect it from the sea and the power of the waves. Construction of the hotel involved extensive use of concrete and steel. The unique design posed significant engineering challenges, particularly in achieving the cantilevered upper floors. It was built to resemble the billowing spinnaker sail of a J-class yacht. Two wings spread in a V to form a vast mast, while the space between them is enclosed in a massive atrium. From the lobby, you can look up over 180 metres. The hotel, standing 320 metres, dramatically contributes to Dubai's skyline, and the hotel's unique design and engineering achievements have earned it recognition as a modern architectural marvel. The grand opening of Burj Al Arab occurred in December 1999, just in time for the new millennium. At this time, I remember the, the opening of the tallest hotel in the world as the hottest topic of conversation for hoteliers around the world. 
The opening was a lavish affair, emphasising the hotel's luxury status. The hotel features a helipad, an underwater restaurant, accessed through a simulated submarine voyage, and incredibly opulent suites. Each suite offers stunning views of the Persian Gulf, and the hotel is known for its exceptional service, including a fleet of Rolls-Royce cars for guest transport. The hotel quickly became a symbol of Dubai's luxury tourism. It was frequently featured in media and travel publications, contributing significantly to Dubai's image as a luxury destination. Gerald Lawless, an Irish hotelier, played a crucial role in the development and management of the Burj Al Arab. He held various positions in the hospitality industry before joining the Jamira Group, the company that operates Burj Al Arab. Gerald's leadership at the Jamira Group was marked by a commitment to excellence and a belief in the power of branding. He focused on positioning the Burj Al Arab as a symbol of unparalleled luxury. Gerald's expertise in the luxury hospitality helped shape the Burj Al Arab's operational standards, including having a butler for every room. The design and operation of the hotel were marked by a blend of innovative approaches and a deep respect for local culture and heritage. This balance showcased Dubai's ability to look forward whilst also honouring its past. The hotel offers suite-only accommodation, with 202 duplex suites, emphasising exclusivity and privacy. These suites vary in size and opulence, with the smallest covering an area of 169 square metres, and the largest extending over 780 square metres. The hotel spans 56 floors. Despite its towering height, the floor count is relatively modest compared to some other skyscrapers, primarily due to each suite being across two floors and the hotel's unique architectural design. The room rates at Burj Al Arab are among the highest in the world. The rates vary significantly based on the type of suite, the time of year and the level of service included. Even the most basic suites at Burj Al Arab are luxurious and spacious. Rates for these suites typically start from several thousand dollars per night. Deluxe suites are more opulent with better views, more space and additional amenities. The rates can increase considerably. These may range up to the tens of thousands of dollars per night. The hotel's most luxurious suites, like the Royal Suite, are known for their extraordinary opulence. The Royal Suite is famed for its lavishness, including a rotating canopy bed and a private cinema. Gold leaf is extensively used in the interior, and each suite offers extravagant furnishings, state-of-the-art technology, and stunning views of the Arabian Gulf. Room rates usually include unparalleled services, such as a private butler available 24-7 to cater for all your needs. Here's a snippet from Anthony Allen. In the bathroom, every room has a jacuzzi, and you can get your 24-hour butler to fill this up at any time. They'll also unpack your luggage and repack your luggage as you leave. You also have access to exclusive facilities like infinity and upper floor swimming pools overlooking the sea. Other unique experiences include chauffeur-driven Rolls-Royce car services. There are seasonal variations to room rates, 
with these being higher at the peak tourist seasons, which are November to March, and typically the best time to visit Dubai. During these months, the weather in Dubai is most pleasant, making it ideal for tourists with cooler temperatures, ranging from around 20 to 30 degrees Celsius, or 68 to 86 Fahrenheit. This is a welcome change to the extremely hot summer months. If you prefer to avoid the crowds and don't mind the heat, visiting during the shoulder seasons, which are April to May and September to October, can be a good option. The temperatures are warmer than in winter, but still more bearable than in the peak summer months. Visiting Dubai in the summer months, June to August, is usually less advisable for those not accustomed to extreme heat, as temperatures can soar above 40 degrees Celsius, 104 degrees Fahrenheit. However, almost all indoor facilities in Dubai, including malls, museums and hotels, are air-conditioned, making indoor activities feasible year-round. The Al Maharan restaurant at Burj Al Arab is an innovative dining experience, featuring an enormous aquarium giving diners the illusion of being underwater, whilst the Skyview Bar, located 200 metres above sea level, offers panoramic views of the Persian Gulf and Dubai. Here's Khalid Al Amiri talking about the panoramic elevator. So we're going to go up now and take a look at the rooms and it's important to know that there aren't actually rooms, they're all suites. We're about to take the panoramic elevator. It gives you a 360 view of the ocean and surroundings of the Burj Al Arab. Alright, so here we go. We're going up here to the top in 46 seconds. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, you feel a bit of altitude uh, pressure on the earlobes. So I just had to give it a quick pop. But we're good to go. Now we're about to go into the Royal Suite. World-class services include the hotel's helipad. Located 210 metres above ground, it has hosted various celebrities and events, but we'll come to that later on. The hotel is a major draw for tourists, even those not staying in the hotel, with guided tours now available, allowing visitors to experience luxury. The Burj Al Arab is often referred to as a seven-star hotel, although this designation is not an official hotel rating. The origin and use of this term for the Burj Al Arab is interesting, first being used by a journalist during a press tour prior to the hotel's opening. This journalist, upon witnessing the unprecedented luxury and opulence, described it as a seven-star experience, exceeding the traditional five-star rating system. When the hotel originally opened, Many in the hotel industry, myself included, scoffed at the use of this term. However, this reflected a certain level of ignorance on my part. And although the seven-star designation for the Burj Al Arab is more about perception and branding than an official rating, it does accurately reflect the hotel's commitment to providing a luxury experience that aims to set a standard well beyond the usual five-star criteria. The hotel has received numerous awards for its architecture, luxury and service. Some of these awards and accolades include World Traveller Awards, 
The Burj Al Arab has been recognised multiple times by the World Travel Awards, which are often referred to as the Oscars of the travel industry. Categories in which it's been acknowledged include World's Leading Luxury Hotel. Condé Nast Traveller Awards often include Burj Al Arab in its list of top hotels in the world. Forbes Travel Guide often features Burj Al Arab and this guide is known for its rigorous standards. The hotel has also won Business Traveller Awards, Travel and Leisure Awards and Hospitality Design Awards given its unique architecture and interior design. These awards are testament to the Burj Al Arab's commitment to luxury, excellence in service and its status as an architectural marvel. It's well known that the Burj Al Arab is a popular choice among high-profile guests, including celebrities, dignitaries and business moguls due to its reputation for luxury, exclusivity and exceptional service. The hotel has often been the backdrop for various high-profile events and photo shoots, adding to its allure among the rich and famous. Celebrities known to have stayed at the Burj Al Arab include David and Victoria Beckham, Jessica Alba, Zac Efron, Selena Gomez, Tom Cruise when filming a Mission Impossible movie, Gwyneth Paltrow, Kate Hudson, Kanye West, The Kardashians, Bill Gates, Richard Branson, Queen Ramia of Jordan, Bill Clinton, and well-known fashion designers such as Donatello Versace and Giorgio Armani. The iconic rooftop hotel Helipad has been the place where Roger Federer and Andre Agassi once played a tennis match. Tiger Woods has teed off into the sea and David Coulthard performed donuts in his Formula One race car. And here is DJ David Guetta performing a live stream set for charity courtesy of Visit Dubai with the link and full set in the description. Are you ready for the show? Let's go! Following the success of Burj Al Arab, many other prominent hotels have been constructed in Dubai, including Atlantis, the Palm, situated on Palm Jumeirah. This famous five-star hotel has more than 1,500 rooms. Atlantis opened in 2008 and is known for its aquatic-themed luxury, including the AquaVenture Water Park. JW Marriott Marquis Dubai is located in Business Bay. This five-star hotel has more than 1,600 rooms, was opened in 2012, and is the second tallest hotel in the world at 355 metres. Hilton Dubai, Al Habtur City, is a five-star hotel with more than 1,000 rooms and opened in 2018. Apart from luxury hotels, Dubai is famous for some of the largest shopping malls in the world. It's also famous for the Burj Khalifa, the world's tallest building, with an observation deck over breathtaking views of the city and over the world's largest choreographed fountain system, 
set on the 30-acre Burj Khalifa Lake, where you can enjoy a spectacular water and light and music show. On the world stage, Dubai regularly hosts international sporting events and live shows. Its location at the crossroads of Europe, Asia and Africa has made it a convenient travel hub. For those more adventurous, the city boasts unique experiences like desert safaris, dune bashing, camel rides, sandboarding, an indoor ski resort and skydiving. How about the world's largest observation wheel, offering spectacular views of Dubai's coastline and landmarks? Enjoy the sun at popular beaches like Jumeirah Beach and Kite Beach, known for their clear waters and leisure activities. Experience fine dining at Michelin-starred restaurants and enjoy the vibrant nightlife in areas like Marina and downtown Dubai, or head to Palm Jumeirah to explore this man-made island in the shape of a palm tree known for luxury hotels, posh apartment towers, and upscale restaurants. There is also a global village combining the cultures of 90 countries from around the world in one location. For the young and the young at heart, enjoy a day at Dubai's theme parks like IMG Worlds, of adventure Dubai parks and resorts which include Motion Gate, Bollywood Parks and Legoland. Dubai is renowned for its safety, cleanliness and hospitality, making it an attractive international tourist destination. Here is actor Martin Lawrence, loving Dubai and courtesy of Visit Dubai. People could tell you about it all day long, but you have to be in the experience. Gotta be in Dubai to feel it, to know it. Oh, man. The Burj Al Arab has become a cultural icon in Dubai, representing the city's rapid development and ambition. The hotel continues to evolve, adding new amenities and services to maintain its status as a top luxury destination. In recent years, there has been a focus on sustainability and reducing the environmental impact, a significant challenge for such a luxurious property. The Burj Al Arab stands as testament to human ingenuity and the ambition of Dubai. It has played a critical role in the shaping of the city's identity and contributes significantly to its economy. Its history is a narrative of vision, engineering marvel, and a continuous journey towards redefining luxury in the hotel industry. Thank you for joining today's episode. I hope you were inspired, amazed, and enlightened as we unlocked the secrets of the hotel industry's most iconic leaders and iconic hotels. If you had a wonderful time, the best way to say thank you is to subscribe so that you never miss our monthly episodes. If you love showers in luxury hotels, please check out our tech startup at showeraway.com, where we hope one day to provide people on day trips access to the very best hotel showers in the world. Farewell, until the next time you check in to the Hotel Leaders Podcast.